Blog Talk Radio. Sports with the Statman is on the air. Welcome to Sports with the Statman on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, George Athopoulos, the Statman, on a Saturday morning, the 15th of July, 2017. It is 10 a.m. in the East. We are live on Blog Talk Radio, coming to you from our authentic imitation home studios in northern New Jersey. We're going to be with you for the next 45 minutes, so sit back and enjoy. So take it through the world of sports. Good Saturday morning out there, everybody. Welcome to the show. This week in fantasy sports, taking you from week 15, a very shortened week 15 because of All-Star Week, to week 16 as we start our home stretch, the final quarter of the fantasy baseball regular season before we gear up for the fantasy baseball playoffs in the final six weeks of the campaign. That's how we do it. And that might be how you do it, or it might not be. If you're in a full-season rotisserie league, obviously, it's just another week and a little past the midpoint of the season. But we're into the second half now in baseball, no matter which way you slice it. And we're glad you can be with us on a nice uh, sunny day. could be a little muggy here in the uh, New York City metropolitan area, uh, but uh, glad you're uh, making us part of your Saturday plans. If you listened last week and the last couple of weeks, we've had some technical difficulties and uh, Definitely blame it on the uh, on the website on blogtalkradio.com. No offense, um, but if we do break up uh, in terms of the, uh, the the phone quality or the uh, the, the call quality here, uh, you can always uh, listen to or you can you can always uh, go to the website statmansportsonline.com for some uh, for some uh, blog help with your fantasy sports team. Also, if you have any questions. Or if um, if you have an opinion, if if you think that um, uh, you know, if, if you think what I'm saying is wrong, please let me know and send me something on uh, on Twitter at gstatman or on Facebook where we post our audio, and you can get there uh, by going to facebook.com/sportswiththestatman. And while you're there, like us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, try to we try to make this show as valuable as possible for you in your march towards a fantasy title. Uh, of course, not much to report this week because of uh, the All-Star game and the All-Star break, which is now four days. So uh, week 15 is a little dicey. And I don't know how, how you do it in your league, and I, I bring it up every year um, around this time because different leagues do things differently. And I, I think after years and years of making week 15 a shortened week, it used to be four days, now it's three days. Uh, I think the time has come to uh, basically meld this this week into next week and make it a 10-day week. It makes sense to do that. An opening day now with a couple of games uh, the day before opening day on Sunday, week one has become an eight-day week. And in fantasy hockey, the first week is usually uh, quite a bit longer than usual. And I think it's time to make week 15 an extra long week and maybe make the fantasy playoffs five weeks instead of six. That might be the, uh, uh, you know, when it, what ends up happening going forward. Be interested to hear how you guys handle your shortened all-star week. Uh, but it is a, a weekend of uh, where every team plays three games and only three games. So if you have a pitcher that goes this week or this weekend, They'll have to be one of the top three pitchers on the staff or the top three with the most rest or however they, uh, um, their managers elect to use them outside you know, after the break. If you have a number four or number five pitcher, they don't go this week. So you need to have a pretty good bullpen to, uh, to carry you through. 
in in our house league in my um, in, in in my game. I have six pitchers who start this uh, b- between Friday and Sunday, so I can put guys in the lineup and not worry too much about. Actually, I think I have seven uh, starts. Uh, one of them was last night, but I have six more in the final two days, which puts me at a disadvantage for next week because I don't have a lot of two-star pitchers going. But it does help me this week in a very, very shortened week. So, um, looking at the fantasy landscape overall, you know, we've told you about a couple of guys over the last couple of weeks. And uh, they have come up big. Paul DeJong of the St. Louis Cardinals went on a rampage against the New York Mets last weekend, 7-for-11, uh, I believe, in, in the series. He was, uh, he was unstoppable. I think he had seven extra base hits. Uh, and, of course, his ownership will rise significantly, going from a deep league ad to just about uh, 51% uh, in one week. We've been telling you about him for the last two weeks. Luis Castillo. A starting pitcher, not the second baseman, former Met. This is Luis Castillo, the young starting pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. His ownership is now over 50%. So we have a couple of other guys that uh, might be interesting ads for you who uh, you, you may want to get a week or two before everybody else. So we have a lot to uh, to get to this week. Weekly best from the past seven days, really three games worth of uh, of information there. We have our stock up, stock down this week. Injuries, hot pickups, two star pitchers for next week, and uh, some hitting notes as well. So a ton of stuff as usual as you normally get uh, this week. Program uh, on Saturday mornings. A programming note. Next week we will not be with you. We're going to take our yearly break in July for a week. So we'll be on with you in two Saturdays from now on the 29th of July. Uh, But next week, follow along on the blog, statmansportsonline.com, for our fantasy primer, which we try and put up uh, every week. And uh, we will have information uh, that uh, hopefully will help you see matchups. And when we get back on July 29th, we start Hello and welcome. We had uh, some technical difficulties back with you here. As I was uh, mentioning about our fantasy football coverage, which will start on July 29th with quarterbacks, we're going to uh, take a look in August uh, week to week uh, from the beginning to the end of the month, looking at running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, kickers and defenses, and then our finale the weekend before the season starts uh, around Labor Day. So August will be the month of uh, fantasy football preview. September will be the month of fantasy hockey uh, previewing uh, that upcoming season, the 2017-2018 season. So uh, keep it with us starting uh, on our next episode in two weeks for our preview season here on Sports with the Statman. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, for week 15, the uh, stats of uh, July 8th through the 14th, so the last couple of days before the All-Star break and the first day back, from the All-Star break, and we start with hitters, and Giancarlo Stanton had a busy week, uh, and not for the reasons you would expect. You, you you would think he would win the home run derby. He didn't. That was won by Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees. But Stanton had a great couple of games going into the break and a good game coming out of it, at least as good as anybody else. He had 24 fantasy points in those three days, five for 12, two homers, three RBIs. 
Uh, he also had two doubles, so four extra base hits out of his five hits for the week. Paul DeJong, the aforementioned Paul DeJong of the St. Louis Cardinals, he was 7 for 11 over three days. Two homers, three RBIs, added three doubles as well, so five extra base hits in the final two games of the series against the Mets and then the opener last night against the Pirates. Uh, Bryce Harper tying DeJong with 22 fantasy points uh, in those three games. Five for ten, five runs scored, two homers, four RBIs. He uh, came out of the break with those two home runs, I believe, as uh, he is starting off uh, hot, as you would expect. He has 22 homers now on the season. He had two home runs in Cincinnati last night for the year, 327 batting average uh, with 68 runs batted in as well. So uh, he's already up to 101 hits. Uh, Carlos Correa and Josh Bell tied for fourth. We give the edge to Bell because he was seven for 12. Correa five for 12. Bell a homer, five RBIs. Correa two homers and six RBIs. But Bell added two doubles. His OPS was higher. We give it to Bell with Correa coming in fifth. The top local was Clint Frazier of the Yankees who had a walk-off among his uh, two shots, six RBIs. He was four for eight and two of those hits were home runs. And both of his runs scored came uh, by uh, himself, by those home runs driving himself in. 18 fantasy points for Frazier. Among the pitchers, the top pitchers were all one-star pitchers because there were no two-star pitchers uh, over the uh, uh, over the time, over the last uh, week. Clayton Kershaw with a complete game, two runs on six hits, no walks, and 13 strikeouts. That was our line of the week. He had a complete game, 38 fantasy points. Uh, yet, yet again, Clayton Kershaw is showing why he is the best around. He's 14-2 now for the year, uh, as the Dodgers have just run away and hidden in the National League West. A 2.18 RA and a 7-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio. 22 walks and 159 strikeouts and 132 and a third innings. Uh, 14th uh, win on that complete game, but he has won uh, going back now. As, uh, as let's let's take a look at his. Uh, Consecutive. The last time he had a no decision uh, was May 28th against the Cubs in a game that the Dodgers eventually won. The Dodgers have only lost two starts that he has pitched in all year long. So beyond the fact that he has he's 14 and two, the Dodgers are 17 and two in games that he has started. Uh, Kyle Freeland of the Rockies went eight and a third, allowed no runs on one hit, three walks and nine strikeouts as he got the win, 37 fantasy points for him, and he had a no-hitter heading into the ninth inning there in uh, in his game against the uh, Chicago White Sox. And that was coming off uh, uh, three straight uh, games in which he did not get a quality start. So for the year, he's at a 3.77 ERA and 18 starts, but once again, he's the Colorado Rockies pitcher. Uh, so that definitely has uh, uh, has a um, has an effect on the ERA for sure. Uh, also, Jacob Degrom, who pitched last night, pitched extremely well. Um, retired 14 Rockies in a row at one point. 11 strikeouts, only one walk, a run on four hits in eight innings. He had 35 fantasy points. He was the top local. Gio Gonzalez of the Nationals, no runs on four hits in eight and a third. He had 33 fantasy points in his win. Luis Castillo, the aforementioned Castillo, the Reds, six and two-thirds innings, eight strikeouts, no runs on three hits. He got the win, uh, and it was a quality start, 32 fantasy points for him. Castillo, only four game starts, but already uh, he is going to be owned by over 50% of CBSSports.com leagues next week. In four starts, he's one and one with a 3.13 ERA, but 30 strikeouts in 23 innings. He has an electric arm 
and he won his first uh, major league game uh, against the Arizona Diamondbacks in Arizona uh, on the eighth, where he uh, did not allow a run on three hits in those six and two-thirds innings. Our top reliever, Alex Colomay of the Tampa Bay Rays, a very underrated uh, reliever. Uh, if uh, if you're in a rotisserie league, saves you know, and saves is one of your categories. He has 26 saves. His ERA of 3.67, not among the elite, obviously, and he has a whip of 1.32, but very valuable in rotisserie leagues where saves are a statistic because he doesn't have enough innings to really hurt you in terms of ERA and whip. Uh, but column A, no runs on two hits and two walks and two strikeouts in those three and a third innings. He had 32 fantasy points. The top local, as I mentioned, was DeGrom. Uh, so we have our stock up, stock down. Uh, for uh, heading into week 16, followed by injuries and hot pickups. So let's uh, take a look at that now. And in terms of uh, um, our stock up, stock down for catchers, the top catcher, and we're looking back over the last three weeks uh, of games, uh, Wilson Contreras was the top catcher um, with 45 fantasy points, five home runs and 10 RBIs. But Evan Gaddis, has come back. He was he was stocked down, I believe, last time we did this. Uh, for the year, he's at 283, which overall the numbers aren't that bad. But he has been hot lately as uh, he has batted 364, 12 for 33, with four homers and 10 RBIs uh, over the last three weeks. Guys you don't expect to see on this list? Well, Stephen Vogue has reemerged with the Milwaukee Brewers uh, as they have a logjam at catcher with Jet Bandy and also Manny Pena. Uh, but Vogue uh, has, uh, as I mentioned, resurfaced 6-for-22 with four homers and eight RBIs in the last three weeks. So he has suddenly jumped in there. He has uh, uh, homered twice in his last four appearances, including his last one at Yankee Stadium right before the break. Um, not really fantasy relevant, but just an interesting name to see on this list. Uh, let's see. How about uh, Kurt Suzuki, 7-for-22, three homers, five RBIs. But he's in a timeshare with Tyler Flowers in Atlanta. And uh, so he doesn't get as many at-bats, but in a daily situation, not too bad. Bruce Maxwell, who was the catcher that made Vogue expendable in Oakland. Uh, Maxwell, 12-for-39, a homer, five RBIs, and a 308 average, uh, 23 fantasy points, which is one better than Gary Sanchez and two better than Matt Wieters and uh, six better than uh, Jonathan Lucroy, who uh, heads our stock-down list for catchers. 194 batting average, six RBIs, no home runs, and for a guy who was a doubles machine earlier in his career, he had two doubles in his last 36 at-bats. That is much below what his, uh, what his average is. Uh, Brian McCann of Houston. You know, the Astros are playing unbelievable baseball, but McCann is not 184 average, a homer, nine RBIs in his last 38 at-bats. Jan Gomes, a 205 hitter over the last three weeks. Tyler Flowers, as we mentioned before, he is on the losing end of that platoon with Kurt Suzuki as he's batting 194 and slugging only 278. Wellington Castillo went deep last night, but before the break, he was awful heading into it. Four for 34, one home run uh, before last night. He hit his second in the last three weeks last night, but batting 118 with a 210 on base percentage. That isn't getting it done. Mike Zunino has crashed back down to earth as well. Four for his last 39, batting 103, 15 strikeouts. Uh, two of his four hits, though, were home runs. That is our stock down for catchers. Let's look at first baseman. And Joey Votto, Eric Hosmer, Yuli Escobar, 
Hill, the top three, with Josh Bell and Brandon Belt rounding out the top five. Josh Bell is an interesting name on this list. The rookie who has been given playing time every day is rounding into form 276 average over the last three weeks with three home runs, four doubles, 15 RBIs, and uh, he has 48 RBIs now for the year. His average has risen up to 243. He was down in the 220s for a while. Um, and his slugging percentage for the year is at 484, which for first baseman isn't elite, but considering the fact that he's a rookie, and he has come back from some depths, he has done very well. He has had multi-hit games in four of his last five and uh, nine RBIs in his last five games with two home runs. So he is uh, really finding his groove uh, and fourth among all first basemen over the last three weeks. Julieski Gurriel, the uh, Cuban defector, now with, uh, with Houston, came up last year for a cup of coffee and batting 296 now with 11 homers and 44 runs batted in. Uh, he has... He has played third and first, so he has uh, uh, done a good, a better job lately, but a 283 average uh, for the season, 389, with four homers and 14 RBIs in his last 54 at-bats. And Brandon Belts had a real struggle this year, average-wise, with a ton of strikeouts. He is batting 323, though, uh, in his last three weeks, to up his average for the year up to 245. He's had a good power year, 16 home runs, but 89 strikeouts and 3 to 26 at-bats. Not very good at all. Uh, guys who are also on the on the list, Freddie Freeman has come back and has picked up right where he's left off. Plus, he may have picked up third base eligibility in your league. He has come back up to play third as Matt Adams has played well at first. 12 for 30 and uh, three homers and 10 RBI. So that's a 400 average and an 800 slugging percentage for Freddie Freeman. And he is definitely hot list. On the not list, Yonder Alonso, the all-star for Oakland, he has struggled four homers in the last three weeks, but still a 214 average, and uh, he is slugging 446, but not hitting as well as you'd expect. The other first baseman, the starting first baseman for the American League, Justin Smoke, batting 233 in the last three weeks, three homers and eight runs batted in. Tommy Joseph of the Phillies has dipped a bit, 196, three homers, six RBIs in his last 56 at bats. Uh, those are those guys are still averaging about 10 points, 10 fantasy points a week. Uh, but you expect a little more out of them. Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers, three homers, but only batting 218 in his last 55 at-bats. And that does not help. Mitch Moreland of the Red Sox, a 207 average and a 295 on base percentage. Paul Goldschmidt, you expect him to be at the top of the list. He's not. He's batting 228 with a 323 on base percentage in his last three weeks. Miguel Cabrera, a 232 a slugging percentage of 393 for him. Eric Thames, boy, he is uh, uh, he has bottomed out 245 for the year, uh, 23 homers, but half of them were in April, and we're three and a half months into the season. But he's batting 200 with three solo home runs. That's that's it, um, and and one uh, double and four singles in his last 40 at bats. But a 200 batting average, not doing well. Ryan Healy at 229. Uh, he he was playing better earlier in the season. He's struggling now. Joey Gallo, three for his last 18. Boy, he has been out of it as well, uh, sitting down against lefties. Uh, and he showed some flashes. He has 21 homers in the season, but he's only batting 192. Lucas Duda batting 200, eight for his last 40. So those are some uh, stock down options for first baseman. Second baseman, Jose Altuve. Boy, he is on a rampage, 81 fantasy points in the last three weeks, and that includes the All-Star break, where he's batting 475 
on base of 529 and a slugging of 678. 28 for his last 59. He scored 15 runs in his last three weeks. And add to that two home runs, 15 runs batted in, six steals and eight attempts. Uh, he is on fire. Dustin Pedroia. 354 average, two homers, 17 RBIs. His issue this year has been staying healthy. Scooter Jeanette of the uh, Cincinnati Reds, of course, he had the one big game with the four home runs. But over the last uh, four, uh, three weeks, uh, those four home runs I don't think were included in, in this list, but he has five homers and a 388 average uh, in 49 at-bats with a slugging percentage of 735. Um, you, you also have Daniel Murphy, who continues to hit eight doubles in the last three weeks. Paul DeJong, last three weeks, 373 average, 397 on base, 678 slugging. He's 22 out of 59 with four home runs and nine RBIs. Those are some great numbers. Marwin Gonzalez, who gives you positional versatility. He's batting 302, four homers, 14 RBIs. Whit Merrifield has uh, seven steals and seven attempts, eight runs scored uh, in the last uh, in the last three weeks. And uh, T.J. Rivera, 386, three homers, 10 RBI, 17 for 44 in the last three weeks. Now, Rivera also qualifies at third, which is where he plays most of his games. Marwin Gonzalez uh, goes all over the place. DeJong is a third baseman usually. Uh, so there are some uh, multiple positional um, options there. But And, and uh, finally, Jonathan Scope of the Orioles, the everyday second baseman batting 302 with four homers and eight RBIs. In terms of the stock down folks, Josh Harrison only batting 207 with two homers and five RBIs on base of 288. Brian Dozier, the Twins, a 203 batting average and a 261 on base. He has 20 strikeouts against only four walks and 64 bats in the last three weeks. Two homers, 11 runs batted in. Uh, let's let's see who else on this list. Brandon Phillips. Uh, he has uh, been going downhill lately, 175 average, slugging only 246, a homer and four RBIs. Now for the season, Brandon Phillips batting 279. He was up around 300 earlier in the year. He is playing every day, uh, just about, but um, he probably needs to sit down a bit because that is uh, uh, he, he is definitely lowering his uh, standards, 18 fantasy points in the last three weeks. Ian Kinsler at 192, same with Ben Zobrist. But Kinsler has twice the amount of at-bats. They both have the same amount of home runs and RBIs. Kinsler and Zobrist both with one home run, four RBIs. Uh, Zobrist 5 for 26, Kinsler 10 for 52. Brandon Drury is batting 192 with no home runs and 16 strikeouts in his last 47 at-bats. Not very good. Uh, Eric Sogard, before he got hurt, four for his last 22. So uh, the worm may have turned for him to get back into uh, uh, where he was, which was a bench player. Let's go to third baseman. Stock up Jose Ramirez, 381, six home runs, 14 RBIs in his last 63 at-bats, 84 fantasy points. Also in the top five, Adrian Beltre, Justin Turner, Travis Shaw, who has played extremely well. 318 batting average, 705 slugging for him. And uh, uh, Guriel, we mentioned earlier, uh, Jeanette, both tied for fifth, both uh, qualifying elsewhere as well. But guys you don't expect to see in this list, Dijon, Gonzalez, uh, Jose Reyes, uh, believe it or not, is hitting 375 over his last 48 at-bats with two homers, two triples, five doubles in his uh, last 48 times up, three weeks. And uh, he is uh, towards the top of the list in shortstops, but still uh, he has third base eligibility as well, and he's uh, fantasy relevant there. Uh, two points more than Nolan Arenado, if you can believe that. Um, also on the... Uh, 
uh, on the hot list, let's let's give you Logan Forsythe, who's 17 for his last 49, a homer, five RBIs, playing some second and some third. Um, now let's go to the stock down list. Miguel Sano has hit three home runs in the last three weeks for a guy who made it to the final of the home run derby. Uh, so he has not uh, hit all that well. 231 average, 24 strikeouts in his last 65 at-bats. Uh, also, Josh Donaldson. He was injured early in the season. He's he's come back, but he's batting 208 with a homer and nine RBIs in his last 48 times up, batting 261 for the year though. Nine home runs and 165 at bats. Uh, let's see who else uh, we talked about. Ryan Healy. How about Kyle Seager? Ten for his last 50, a couple of homers, four RBIs. He is in the stock down category. Eugenio Suarez of the Cincinnati Reds, a homer and four RBIs, batting 180 and slugging 260. Uh, over the last three weeks. Not very good numbers there. Let's look at shortstops. And Carlos Correa is the top guy, batting 429. So you have a Houston double play combination of Altuve batting 475 and Correa batting 429 uh, basically since, um, uh, since the middle of May. Unbelievable. Uh, Elvis Andrews, Paul DeJong, Gene Segura, Jose Reyes, the top five shortstop eligible players. But how about Orlando Arcia of the Milwaukee Brewers? 345 batting average, four homers and 10 RBIs in his last 58 at-bats. Great numbers there. Chris Owings at 310, three homers, six RBIs. The problem with him is strikeout 17 of his last 58 at-bats ended with a punch-out. But definitely on the hot list. Also, Daniel Descalso of Arizona getting some starts as well. Some multiple eligibility for Descalso. 385 batting average in his last 39 at-bats over the last three weeks. So he's getting about 13 at-bats a week. And he uh, does qualify at first, second, third, short, and outfield. He's playing everywhere. Uh, so he is kind of the, the super Joe, the Joe McEwing. He, he, um, uh, he plays everywhere. Um, let's let's take a look at the guys that are stocked down. You expect Francisco Lindor to play better. He is averaging 11 plus points a week, but Lindor is batting 239 over that time. No homers and 10 runs batted in for him. That is not very good. Didi Gregorius made it to the final vote, did not get in in the All Star game, and he is playing very well right now. 11 for his last 57. Uh, which is a 193 batting average and on base of 258 with a couple of homers and 10 RBIs. Brandon Crawford of the Giants, 10 for his last 57, two homers, 11 RBIs, 15 strikeouts against one walk, batting 175 over that time. Uh, Franklin Barreto of the Oakland A's, uh, he has the pitchers have adjusted to him, batting 191 with two homers and four RBIs over the last three weeks. Uh, Xander Bogarts, 196 average, a homer, eight RBIs. Uh, he has not played very well lately. And uh, let's see, Addison Russell, 231 average, uh, with 13 strikeouts in his last 39 at-bats. And uh, let's, give you, let's give you one more. How about, uh, uh, I believe uh, I saw Trevor Story on this list, not very good numbers uh, for him either. 196 average with a single homer and seven RBIs and 51 at-bats. 24 strikeouts in those 51 at-bats. He's striking out almost once every two times he gets to the plate. Outfield, uh, let's look at stock up on George Springer. Once again, another Astro at the top of the list. Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper. Andrew McCutcheon continues to hit well. In his last 55 at-bats, 10 extra base hits, 7 doubles and 3 homers. Uh, also, uh, 6 RBIs, batting 436. Uh, Josh Reddick rounding out the top five with a 419 average, another Houston Astro, 18 RBIs 
uh, over uh, that time frame. How about Tommy Pham of the Cardinals, 356 average, 12 RBI, slugging 525 and six steals and eight attempts. So he's got power and speed going on right now. Domingo Santana of the Milwaukee Brewers, 400 batting average, four on base, 673 slugging, three homers, 11 RBIs, six doubles, and 15 runs scored in his last 55 at-bats. Aaron Judge, well, he's been higher on this list, to be honest with you. I don't count him as stock down, um, but uh, 308 average uh, with five homers and nine RBIs, slugging 635 for him. That's kind of ho-hum, as amazing as he's been this year, but I I would still count him as a stock-up candidate. Uh, in terms of stock down, let's take a look at uh, at the lower part of the list. Um, how about Matt Joyce of Oakland, 204 batting average, 11 for his last 54. That's not going to do it. Chris Davis, his teammate on the A's, five home runs, but a 218 average and uh, 22 strikeouts in his last 55 times up. Uh, you expect more out of Jose Bautista. It's only batting 259 over the last three weeks with only three home runs and nine RBIs. Um, Brett Gardner of the Yankees, 226, a single homer, eight RBIs for a guy who's hit 15 homers this year. Uh, he's driven in 41, batting 256, but Gardner is um, having a bit of a power outage at the plate. Keon Broxton of Milwaukee, a 184 hitter. Randall Gritchuk of the Cardinals, 196 in his last 56, RB, uh, 56 at bats with 20 strikeouts. He just went on the DL. Um, and let's see. Jinsu Chu, a 203 hitter. Alex Gordon, a 209 hitter. Adam Jones, a 210 hitter. Those are all very poor showings. And David Peralta of Arizona, a 216 batting average over the last three weeks. By the way, the live feed has uh, cut out onto the podcast only version. We still have injuries, hot pickups, pitching and hitting notes for week 16, so you want to stay tuned. And of course, if you want to listen to the entire podcast, the 30 minute live feed and the 15 minute podcast only version. Head on over to facebook.com slash sports with the Statman, and you can listen to the latest audio. We also link to it uh, from Twitter at GStatman. GStatman is the handle, G-S-T-A-T-M-A-N. And also, uh, you can listen to the uh, the show live, and you can also download the last few episodes on Blog Talk Radio, our show page there, blogtalkradio.com slash the dash Statman, that's T-H-E-Statman. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Stitcher, the smart radio app as to your playlist and give us a thumbs up there. So please uh, please subscribe as well. Among the hottest pitchers over the last three weeks, the usual suspects at the top of the list, Clayton Kershaw, Jacob deGrom, Corey Kluber, Sonny Gray is there uh, as he has been uh, included in trade rumors for the year. He's at 372 ERA and 14 starts, but uh, in his last four starts, he's 3-1 and one with a 1.33 earned run average, 21 strikeouts in 27 innings, only 11 hits allowed, and a 0.59 whip. That's better than Kershaw, better than DeGrom, better than Kluber. And Sonny Gray has 97 fantasy points over that time frame. James Paxton, number five in the, in the past three weeks, but 86 fantasy points, 30 strikeouts, and 26 in the third innings. He's also 3-1 and one in four starts, a 2.73 ERA and a 0.80 uh, whip. Those are all better than Max Scherzer, who is sixth among all, uh, among all pitchers, but uh, guys you don't expect to see on this list, maybe Sonny Gray, James Paxton. How about Aaron Nola of the Phillies? Uh, he is in only three starts. He's averaged 25 fantasy points a start. He's 2-1 and one with a 1.64 ERA and a 0.91 whip. Rich Hill of the Dodgers. Uh, hard luck, though, 1-1, one one, but a 1.71 ERA and a 0.62 whip. He only allowed 10 hits in 21 innings. R.A. Dickey of the Braves. 
has had a bit of a resurgence. 1-0 with three no decisions, a 1-3-9 ERA, a 1-1-2 whip, and he has had five straight quality starts. His ERA for the year is at 4.08. He's still an innings eater. He's 6-5 and five in 18 starts at the age of 42, and among uh, the top dozen in uh, fantasy baseball over the last um, three weeks. Mike Clevenger of the Indians, 2-0 with a no decision, an ERA of one even in 18 innings, uh, and a 0.89 whip. Uh, Jimmy Nelson continues to pitch well, 25 strikeouts in 19 innings, 2.37 ERA. How about this guy who used to be a a guy that we we called his name quite a bit, we haven't lately, Michael Waka of the St. Louis Cardinals, has won his last three starts, a 1.53 ERA, a 1.08 whip, and 23 strikeouts in 17 and two-thirds innings. Michael Fulmer, 3-0, ERA, 0.93 whip. Uh, so all of these guys have averaged 20 fantasy points or more. And finally, Jacob Faria of the Tampa Bay Rays, 1-0 with three no decisions, but a 2.49 ERA and a 0.99 whip. Uh, let's also give you a final local one. Drew Pomerantz of the Red Sox, 23 strikeouts in 23 innings, 3-0, two quality starts out of, out of his four starts, but a 2.74 ERA, and he had 62 fantasy points over that uh, the last three weeks. Let's give you uh, some of the uh, guys that are uh, underwater, uh, below zero fantasy points for uh, for starting pitchers. There aren't a lot of them, but. Uh, it's unfortunate, but we have to call their names out. The uh, the worst of the worst among fantasy pitchers right now, um, that would be Jeff Locke of the Miami Marlins, uh, who has lasted eight and a third innings and two starts, 0-2, 15.12 ERA, minus 40 fantasy points. Um, Mike Pelfrey in two starts, 0-1, 12.46 ERA for the White Sox, minus 30 points. Joe Biagini of the uh, Blue Jays, minus 29 points. Uh, he's 0-2 in two starts with a 10.12 ERA. Guys who are owned in fantasy leagues, Jordan Zimmerman, 0-2. Boy, is his career just completely gone in the toilet. 9.95 ERA in three starts, minus 25 fantasy points. Clayton Richard of the Padres, also 0-2. 34 hits allowed, 21 and a third innings, a 7.17 ERA, a whip of over two and he's at minus 24 fantasy points. Um, Mike Montgomery put in the uh, rotation for the Cubs, not for long probably, one quality start, but three not so quality, 0-3, and an 8.06 ERA, minus 23 points. Matt Moore for the uh, Giants, 0-2 in three starts, a 7.42 ERA. James Shields with an ERA up over eight. Same with Wade Miley. Tanner Roark has been getting lit up, according to Keith Hernandez, although he used some more choice language off, uh, off Mike. But Tanner Roark, 0-2, 7.71 ERA in his last uh, three weeks. Tyler Chatwood, Jaime Garcia, John Lackey, CC Sabathia, all of them under, uh, below zero in fantasy points. So a lot of stock down for, for starters. And finally, four relievers. Uh, while Kenley Jansen has become the class of the uh, relieving crew with uh, uh, six saves, in, in the last three weeks, 72 fantasy points. Justin Wilson is second among relievers. Five saves in seven innings. Has only allowed one hit and one walk. No runs and 10 strikeouts. 69 fantasy points for him. Jim Johnson. How can he have an ERA of 4.70 yet be one of the uh, better relievers around uh, in terms of just overall numbers? I mean, he's one of those guys that's a good saves guy. Uh, in rotisserie because he doesn't have enough innings to have his ERA hurt you. He has uh, 20 saves and an ERA of 4.12 this year for the Braves. 
Uh, also, uh, Brandon Kinsler, five saves in eight innings, 60 fantasy points. Rysel Iglesias, they're all on the hot list. On the not list, um, let's, uh, let's give you some guys that uh, you expect more out of. Um, let's, uh, let, let's run through those. As uh, uh, some, some guys have really been struggling um, over, over the last three weeks anyway. Let's uh, let's take a look at the list as uh, as they are coming up. Quite a few uh, quite a few pitchers. Adam Ottavino uh, for Colorado has really been struggling. Uh, minus 34 fantasy points, 0-2 with a blown save. 19.80 ERA. That might have been a good year, but a terrible ERA. Dallin Batanza's struggle struggles continue. 0-3 in the last three weeks with 11 walks and 11 strikeouts in six innings. He has an ERA of 10.5 and, and a WHIP of 2.33. He's at minus 10 fantasy points for the last three weeks. For the year, he's at 3.07 for his ERA, but he has just flamed out late, uh, lately, uh, really having uh, some some problems uh, for the Yankees. Uh, so those are those are the stock down candidates for relief pitchers. Okay, we have 37 minutes after the hour. Not a lot of time left, so let's give you a quick rundown in terms of injuries uh, before we get to the hot pickups. And, of course, if we do – have any kind of uh, technical difficulties here, um, that will end up being the end of the show, unfortunately, if it's after the 30-minute mark. And uh, you'll have to uh, take a look at the blog on statmansportsonline.com, our Fantasy Primer series, which we'll try and get you ready for the next week in Fantasy Baseball. Our next episode will be in two weeks, on July 29th. At 10 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll be right back with you. We will take next week off. We're on 51 weeks a year. This is the one week next week that we have off every year. All right, so in terms of injuries, let's take a look at it. Randall Gritchick put on the DL apparently with a back injury. Not really clear how he suffered the injury, but he is eligible to come off on the 24th as he was just put on before Friday's game. So a lower back strain. Jose Martinez called up uh, to, to, the, uh, to the majors in his spot. Lonnie Chisenhall on the DL with a calf injury for the Indians. Um, not believed to be serious, but uh, he will miss a few weeks. So um, Tyler Naquin uh, is called up. So there will be a platoon in right field while Chisenhall is out. And uh, according to manager Terry Francona, he will be out a few weeks. So not as uh, not as minor as originally thought. Jason Kipnis, speaking of the Indians, on the DL for a few weeks as well. Um, hamstring injury. He will be uh, eligible to come off July 23rd but he may be on longer than that. Ian Desmond on the DL for the Rockies, a calf injury for him, but he may return today against the Mets at City Field. Uh, he did. He was helped by having the All-Star break to, uh, to nurse his injury. Hunter Renfro of the Padres, he has a, uh, uh, a neck injury, and he was put on the DL uh, right before the, uh, the game last night for the Padres. Uh, he was removed from Saturday's game with a neck injury. He is eligible to come back on July 24th, um, not expected to, uh, to miss a ton of time, but still the rookie will be, uh, on, uh, is on the DL. Jason Wirth with a toe injury, he's, he's out. Austin Meadows in keeper leagues continues to be out with a hamstring injury in the Pirate system, but he is beginning a rehab assignment. Uh, also, let's give you a David Dahl starting a rehab assignment with his rib injury. He went two for four last night in Lancaster, um, actually, I'm sorry, on Thursday night, uh, in his first 
or Lancaster, not Lancaster. Lancaster is PA. Lancaster is California. The Jethawks in high A ball in the California League. Dahl is uh, is rehabbing there, and he is starting off uh, with a bang. As uh, when he comes back to Colorado, uh, Carlos Gonzalez might be the odd man out because you have uh, Charlie Blackman, who's a, who's an all star, and. Uh, uh, you, you do have uh, some, some solid players around the diamond for Colorado. They're having a really good season. So David Dahl, as, uh, they've t- they've really, uh, they haven't pushed him along. And when he comes back, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the timeshare is in the outfield for Colorado. Starlin Castro for the Yankees, still on the DL with a hamstring injury. He should come back today for the Yankees against the Red Sox. And uh, that is the plan. He played a couple of rehab games in Trenton in the Eastern League. And uh, he is having a solid season, 313 average, 12 home runs, and 45 runs batted in for the Yankees' second baseman. Uh, Aaron Hicks, speaking of Yankees on the DL, oblique injury. Uh, he is he continues to be uh, out and not ready for baseball activities, so that will take some time. Oblique injuries usually do. Former Yankee Jan Hervis Solarte, oblique injury for him. Cesar Hernandez, oblique injury still for him. Even though with Hernandez, he uh, should come back this weekend, may come back today against the Marlins. Michael Taylor, oblique injury for him as he is um, uh, looking to come back. He's eligible to come back uh, on the 17th, which is tomorrow. But I don't, or I'm sorry, which is Monday. Um, but it doesn't look like uh, he will necessarily do that. He may be out for a little longer than that amount of time. Uh, Tim Beckham. Ankle injury for him, Joe Maurer, back injury for him. So those are the latest injuries among hitters. Uh, very quickly among pitchers, let's take a look at uh, guys who are out. Michael Pineda, that's the headline, out for the season. He needs Tommy John surgery. Torn uh, UCL and out, and he's a free agent after the season, so he, his Yankee career may be done. 8-4 and four with a 4-3-9 ERA uh, this year for the Yankees, and you look at his overall numbers in his career, uh, he after after a rookie season with Seattle was traded to the Yankees and really hasn't gone very very well. 31 wins and uh, 31 losses and an ERA in the fours. So not uh, not very good numbers for Pineda. He did show flashes, but uh, not enough. And you don't think I, I don't really think the Yankees are going to uh, are do, going to re up with him. Uh, Edinson Volquez on the DL with a uh, with a knee injury. Uh, looking to come back in the next in the next week, or at least he's eligible to come back. But he has patella tendonitis, um, and uh, should be more of a short-term issue, according to manager Don Mattingly. Kendall Graveman, a shoulder injury, looking to be out uh, until August, but he is throwing batting practice uh, for the A's. Jarrell Cotton, also the A's, a finger injury, but should be coming back. Uh, shortly, may come back as early as next week. He is going to throw a bullpen on Sunday, and they'll determine what to do after that. Hyun Jin Ryu of the Dodgers, foot injury. He threw a bullpen yesterday, and, and if things go well, then uh, he'll probably have a rehab start and then be back in there. Andrew Triggs, out for the year with a hip injury. He will need surgery. Danny Salazar, shoulder injury, looking to come back to the uh, Cleveland Indians. Rehab ex- uh, appearance expected on Monday in Columbus uh, for the Indians uh, AAA affiliate. Kyle Hendricks, his hand injury for the Cubs, uh, getting better, healing, and set for another rehab start in AA. 
and uh, he may come back the start after that to the major league rotation. Junior Guerra, leg injury for him. Robert Gesellman, hamstring, looking like early August for him. Around the same time, potentially, as Noah Syndergaard, who is set to resume throwing in two weeks with his lat tear. Uh, and August might be the time uh, that he comes back after the trade deadline. Daniel Norris, groin injury for him. Dallas Keuchel, a neck injury uh, that uh, has kept him out. He is coming close to a rehab assignment. The Astros are playing so well with or without him, but they obviously need him for the stretch run. Eduardo Rodriguez out with a knee injury. Vince Velasquez, elbow uh, for him, and uh, he may start on Tuesday for the Phillies. Tyler Skaggs about to start a rehab assignment coming back from his oblique injury. Early August is the uh, expected time for him to come back. Um, and uh, that is just about the uh, uh, the end of the update for injuries. Hot pickups, Paul DeJong in all leagues, going from deep league to 51% ownership. That's big. We talked to, we talked to you about him a couple of week, uh, for the last couple of weeks. Luis Castillo of the Reds, middle uh, medium league option for one more week before he is a shallow league option as well. Uh, shallow league options for Mike Clevenger of the uh, – of the Cleveland Indians and Charlie Morton of the Houston Astros, who's coming back after after an injury. Um, he uh, he is back. He did.